welcome to Straw Illusions. <laughs> Sorry, feeling a little... Why should I apologize for feeling energetic that we're doing a solo episode today? This is uh, kind of a companion to our new series, uh, Tinder While Trans, but this is Transgender Storytime, a feature that's been around on the podcast for all three of our three years. Wow, it's so exciting. And yet it's also kind of a weird milestone to celebrate because we haven't really... This show has been taking a lot of hiatuses. Uh, we're really only averaging one or two episodes a month. And uh, I say that as we do our second episode in just as many days. How exciting. Anyway, if you follow me on Facebook or if you follow me on platforms that probably led you here, unless I don't think there's that many Estrada Illusion fans who are really just fans of this show. They typically follow me from elsewhere, whether it's my website, my Facebook page, Instagram, Tumblr, wherever, wherever you find me. You've heard me refer to something that I like to call the leg hair spectrum. That's how I define my sexuality. My bisexuality, which is an inclusive of uh, all genders, but uh, leg hair spectrum is, is kind of my way of saying that I typically tend to date conventionally more masculine of center from my own not very feminine center. I'm not a very feminine... Woman, I've had a lot of Botox, I've had a lot of surgery, I have a nice vagina, I I, I have the body of an adult 30-year-old woman, I really do. I've, I've, the more time I spend with guys and, uh, for lack of a better word, get, uh, I was about to say get stuffed by them, why do I have to describe myself in that? I just said it, <laughs> I'm not editing it out. Literally, I learned, I, I've learned over this past month that, like, Okay, my genitals don't look 100% like a cisgender, the idea of a cis woman's vagina. I mean, I've seen a lot of vaginas in my lifetime that all all look the same. There are plenty that look more like mine than they do other cis vaginas. They, You know this, and if you don't believe me, you can, I mean, I really, I, I don't want to suggest that anybody goes and looks like types vagina into Google. That's going to show plenty of things that you don't frankly need to know or want to see. Uh, but, uh, a lot of, you'll get a lot of viruses on your computer if you're not careful with that kind of stuff. But honestly, I mean, the, uh, my whole, my whole goal in life is to demystify the trans experience. And I think a lot of that has to be centered around the fact that our genitals don't frankly deviate from the, the accepted sort of range of, of, of what we would normally call the norm. I mean, it, it, there, there is not one image of a cisgender penis or vagina that encompasses even like, anywhere near the amount of, uh, you know, the full range of the human experience. I mean, this is just, it's the way it goes. But anyway, getting back to getting stuffed. Uh, like, I realized that I, like, have the same spots in my vagina that a lot of other, uh, that I know that uh, cisgender or uh, partners of mine who, who, who have vaginas, and that, that does include some... Uh, non-binary people or, or, or trans men like there's just I, the second I started getting like hit on this one spot I'm like fuck literally as I as I would not to not to get too crass or baseline with expletives uh it was just it was fascinating like the, they were just hitting this one spot and it's like fuck I'm really not that different from a lot of other people a lot of cis people like I, I this is I, I I get to have an adult female you know, adult human female, that's what the transphobes always say, like the Posey Parkers of the world. Uh, you know, 
I, I I'm not excluded from that category. I I have I, I get to have as as sort of tradition. I I get to have an experience I frankly never thought I could, and it's so beautiful. And I wish that more trans people who who want to go the surgery route. I wish they knew a lot of them knew how just how great uh, it can be. Because honestly, is is it. The surgery itself was like life changing, but what I didn't really know was it would it would continue to be life changing years and years and years afterward. It's a really beautiful thing, and uh, part of the the road that got me to that realization that I've really been enjoying. I mean, you if if you follow me on Instagram or or, or Fa- uh, Facebook's probably the one that has the best uh, archive of pictures over the past four months. I mean, my skin has been glowing like crazy. Uh, this is kind of a companion episode to uh, the one we did on What's in a Name. I mean, I was considering changing my name to uh, become more attractive to guys. Frankly, like, months later, like, uh, just as a follow-up on that, like, talk about a 180. Like, there will be no name change. I'm not doing it. I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't have to care. Guys will will not... Not every guy on the planet will accept a post-operative transsexual woman named Ian Thomas Malone, but frankly, enough of them will that I don't have to... I don't want to say I'm embarrassed that I was thinking of vacating the ITM moniker, but I mean, like... uh, It's a smart subject to think about, but at the end of the day, like, transition on your own terms, the very first episode of this podcast, I mean, it... it, My own terms, like... If I was going to change it, it would have been on my own terms, but uh, I'm not there yet, and frankly, I, I'm thinking that it won't it won't happen. But uh, the leg hair spectrum. So longtime fans of the show know that I dated a cisgender woman for four years, Tara. She was on this show many times, and uh, I was very much in love with Tara. And uh, Tara, Tara broke up with me on uh, December 21st, Charlie Brown Christmas. Already done epi- got a whole episode on that. Don't need to relitigate that. But you know, when you when you when you're when you're a bisexual person, uh, we talk so much about like this notion of picking a side. Which which one do you prefer more, men or women? And that's stupid for a lot of reasons. Namely, that uh, there are more than two genders, and uh, I have dated non-binary people. And frankly, if I had to pick between like the three, I, I don't. I think I might go the non-binary route if I had to pick all three. I did, but the problem is I would not pick women. I, it's it's funny because you could say I prefer men to women, and they say, "Well, why were you in a four year relationship with a woman?" Well, like, it, it, that's this is the problem with with framing bisexuality or or pansexuality or anything as, as like an idea that you prefer one camp to the other. At the end of the day, you know, you settle down with an individual, and, and whether you, you know, you 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 can like like. You like I love the Boston Red Sox. That doesn't mean I don't like Shohei Ohtani as a player. Like if he wanted to get married, I probably would marry Shohei Ohtani. And people say, "Well, you're a Boston Red Sox fan." Um, you can like a player from the team that you don't necessarily prefer over the other team. An important thing that I don't think enough people realize, and we don't say enough, and we should, is, you know, there are no rules to being bisexual or pansexual. You can be. attracted to men and 1% attracted to women and you can still be bisexual. If if that's the term that you feel comfortable with, if that's the term that you like, if that's the term that you think describes you, that is all that matters. 
me or anybody else do not factor into that situation. You get you you do get to pick this stuff. And people say, "Well, if it means that, then then anarchy." Blah blah blah. I mean, I you all know how I feel about what what Republicans. I I don't feel that Republicans have gotten nearly enough shit for all the years that they said if gay people get married, goat people will marry their goat. Like fuck off. I will never gatekeep another trans person or another uh, LGBTQ person. It's just, you can't. You can't gatekeep somebody else. Like, there's no gate for you to keep. Like, you have no say over somebody else's sexuality. And I say, I I hook up with women regularly. I still say I'm 90% heterosexual. I 90% prefer guys, 10% women. I still hook up with women almost as much as I do guys. Even I am not fully comfortable with the bisexual label because at the end of the day, I really am kind of straight. I am basically a heterosexual trans woman. I only am attracted to people who are to my masculine of center, which is basically, to me, that's heterosexuality. And yet I hook up with people of... I have hooked up with people of at least five different genders this year. Uh, And I, like... That's not even, that's not separating trans and cis into its own, like, that's not separating, like, trans guys and cis guys. That's, like, agender, you know, uh, gender fluid, uh, non-binary, and then men, men, women. Those would be my five. Yeah, that's five. I can count. I I just wanted to be clear that I was not separating trans and, trans guys and cis guys from, into two, two categories. no. Five different gender identities. Uh, frankly, I know the gender. I know the gender spectrum pretty well by now. Not, and it's so it's so deep. I say I know it well. It's like the quantum realm. You know, you can just keep going further and further. Everybody brings something new and exciting to the table. Not everybody, but a lot of people do. Uh, it is it's very interesting. It's 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 a real case for not wanting to settle down right now. <laughs> Too much fun. Uh, but I'm also tortured at the same time because I gotta admit something it's taken me a little while uh this is kind of why the whole point of the the episode is the fact that i struggle i don't want to be attracted to guys if i could turn that switch off uh would i i don't know if i would actually i think i think that what i just said was not true but here's the problem honestly on average sex with women is better than sex with men because i mean we all know it. If you're a heterosexual woman listening, frankly, you if you're a, a heterosexual guy listening, you've probably heard this before. Dating guys, nobody wants to be attracted to guys. Dating guys is the worst. Guys are the worst. Cis guys are annoying. Frankly, I've had bad experiences with trans guys too. I, like, I, I, I'm not even, I don't want to just rail on cis guys. Like, men, men, men can often be just absolute idiots. And I, I don't want to offend the whole gender. My demographic, 70% of you listening are men, so I know who I'm talking to. And if you're listening, you probably understand that men as a gender, God, there's a lot of just, there's a lot of reasons why a lot of people would just say like, no, no, you smell, you're annoying. Oh, oh, that's just the worst. And yet, (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) And I love it. Oh, look, like, I've always been bisexual. I, I dated women predominantly for, uh, like, for a very long time. But my first kiss with a guy, I never really had a prolonged streak where I, I, I didn't 
like by, by that I mean more than like a year where I didn't hook up with the guy. And it wasn't like it's weird. Like I don't I don't want to paint the picture like that I've always been out, but um cuz I haven't but that's like, from my perspective it wasn't on me that people didn't realize it cuz a lot of people did and people would, people would ask me like are you bi and it's I'm like well I don't really talk about that kind of stuff. And they'd be like, "Well, you didn't say no." And I was like, "You're right. I did not say no." <laughs> and I would laugh and that's kind of that, but like it's just it's 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 not something that my friends uh, we we just didn't really talk about it. I did gay things all the time. I did gay things. I did, I did gay things every day. It was a weird. I mean, it was the Bush administration. It's a very that was a very weird time. He was not. There's a reason I rail on him all the time on this podcast. Uh, namely, I'm thinking them. I'm thinking a year old episode. Uh, all the time, year year ago. Um, I don't really. I hate George Bush. I, he's an awful man, and the fact that he paints and gives Michelle Obama hard candies, uh, it won't make me forget that how bad it was for to grow up as gay in, in during his administration. It, it's horrible. And I was in. The, I was. I, I I wasn't really out. I never did. I never ever in my life came out as bisexual. I never did that. I did come out as trans at one point, but uh. I never, I never was like, hey, everybody, I'm bisexual. No, I was just something that was always, I always knew about myself, and I, I didn't really hide it. I, I, people in high school knew I was bi. People in college knew I was bi. Uh, you could say I was discreet. I was discreet kind of with everything, though. I didn't really like to show my, I don't really like to show my cards. It's, it's weird knowing that I may have multiple partners listening to this podcast. Because the last thing you want to do is, like, make somebody feel uncomfortable by the way that you're the way that you're talking about them to others and uh you have to be very respectful and i try to be and i, I try to be a very thoughtful person while also understanding that this is my demographic that this is what i talk about i talk about tinder and thomas the tank engine and film criticism this this is part of my this is just i don't know i have to i have to talk about the trans experience and frankly i mean a lot of people don't understand bisexuals either so i, I this stuff this stuff is stuff that needs to be talked about I cannot deny how much my body just loves not having testosterone in my bloodstream, but I do love having it inside me. But I'm pump. I uh, I like guys. It fucking sucks. It's annoying. I would love to turn it off. I would love, and it it's annoying on a lot of fronts. I like. I would love. I I would love to have biological children. I need somebody who has cisgender guys do not have uteruses. I can settle down with a trans. I mean, frankly, the hard part is when you get into LGBTQ circles, like, a lot of people, a lot of gay people, a lot of butches, and a lot of trans guys do not want to carry a child. A lot of them don't want to have children, period. I mean, half my friends, cis or, or more than half, more than half of the people that I consider to be friends with in this state of California, in Los Angeles, more than half do not wa- even want kids, and that's that's across all lines of, of sexuality and gender identity. So as a trans woman who does want to have children in the future, who is more attracted to guys than not, I mean, you're talking like an absolute sliver. Like, if you're, if, if you're kind of taking femme women, femme gay women out of the equation, you are really... Really, 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 really not left with much of a slice. 
Because, I mean, uh, uh, once that's, once you've, once you've filtered out all that, you're, like, dealing with a very small sliver, then you actually have to be romantically compatible with somebody. Like, monogamy, uh, polyamory, like, there are a lot of additional equations to factor in on top of that, and, th- and that's frankly just, like, after you've applied a few basic filters, like wanting to have kids, and who you're attracted to. All of that. Trans women, trans women who likes guys and then wants... Preferably in an ideal world, I have biological children with my biological partner. Because you know what? It sucks to be gay and trans, but one of the advantages of being gay and trans is you can be gay and also, you know, it's just... There are not very many... I, I am so screwed in the zombie apocalypse. I am so screwed in a lot... Brett Kavanaugh can fuck my life. I Like, just with healthcare and all sorts of stuff. And he could do that at any moment because he's a fucking asshole in the Supreme Court. I'll name them all, actually. It's not Brett Brett Kavanaugh. It's also Clarence Thomas. It's also Samuel Alito. It is also Amy Coney Barrett. And, uh, boy, we on this show have praised Neil Gorsuch. Neil Gorsuch. I may have an Easter egg to Neil Gorsuch in my comedy album, Confessions for My New Vagina. I I have thought Neil... I have... I... (sighs) I have thought that Neil Gorsuch is very cute. I was about to say something coarser. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, they could screw us at any, it's very hard to be trans. I just want a baby. That's just the one thing I want. <laughs> and guys, and guys, and <laughs> can I have both of those things? God, you know, what millennial can even have a kid, period? It's a tall order. I And I understand it's a tall order, and, you know, this equation can solve itself uh, down the road or not, and uh, we will just have to see. I don't really want to be in a relationship right now. I want to play the field. I, I love playing the field, and it's frankly, it's a fun field to play if you're bisexual and you're, you, I've been told I'm cute. That's not for me to say, but uh, I'm cute enough that I have moved off. I didn't feel cute enough two months ago that I wasn't going to change my whole day for a <laughs> uh, Yeah, I'm not worrying about that anymore. I I understand that I'm cute enough that I don't need to take a feminine name. <laughs> uh, it's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. And I wish if I could, I would. I've been trying to turn myself completely back onto women. I've been listening to a lot of Kate Bush. I've been listening to a lot of Bjork. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Natasha Benningfield. I've been listening to a lot of uh, Fiona Apple. Um, it's tough. It's very hard. It doesn't work. No, it does actually work a little bit. Um, I mean, I do like being with women. I do like women. Not only do I like having sex with women, but, I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn. I don't think it's that hard, but you can make a pretty good case against men. Ready? Men smell. Men are annoying. I mean, yeah, you can find women who uh, fit this bill too, but... Let's just speak more broadly. Uh, a penis, a great penis, a, a fabulous, fantastic penis is still not as good as, or it's not as reliable or not as bankable as a, a good dildo. Dildos do not go soft. Dildos stay hard. And frankly, like, you know, whether you're getting, you know, plowed by a strap-on or a cis dude, like, I gotta say, like, it, it, it's it's really, people, I mean, you're you're entitled to disagree. Frankly, I don't see much of a difference. 
the big kicker. <laughs> the big kicker that you probably would be wondering is, okay, if there's no difference, so why do you even want to deal with guys? And the answer is, I wish I knew. I wish I knew. I wish I knew why I want to be with men. <laughs> Fucking hate it. Yeah, the women's great. Yeah, the soft... I mean, uh, I was about to say the soft skin is nice. It is nice. Uh, the rugged guy skin is also good, too. Like, people say, are you attracted to leg hair? Not really. I, I do like to touch it, though. It doesn't make me... It doesn't get me excited. Um, I mean, guy, there are some advantages to me. Like, if I need something, like, moved, you just say to the guy, like, you have to move this. Um, you. I mean, if a girl is taller than you, you can say that, but... Um, you know, they have their muscles, um, if you're in a lesbian thing, sometimes you do have to share when it comes to spooning. Like, a guy, a guy, a lot of the time, like, guys, guys will do anything to satisfy their libido, so you can tell them no a lot, and that's okay. Women are much smarter about that kind of stuff. You can't tell them no as much, or else they'll go, uh, they'll go get... Uh, they'll find greener pastures. They'll go to a different. They'll find different crops. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. Guy, I mean, there are a lot. Of, like for somebody like me, who's got, I'm not. I don't really have a, what I would call a dominant personality, but I'm. I'm definitely kind of a type A kind of person. Like guys offer like a lot. Guys, guys, like girls, you jump. They say how high. Guys, you say jump. I mean, they've already. They're already in the air. It's much nicer. <laughs> and they're cute. I mean, I. I like I like a nice like I like a little bit of scruff I like uh, I like muscles I mean there's kind of outlining right now why I do like men but like when it comes to the sex I mean you really it doesn't matter for me at least as a bisexual person who claims to be heterosexual but is not really and it's also I don't know it's just hard it's hard to think about because I wish the problem. The problem with sex, I mean, kind of why this whole dating realm, why it's there's it's filled with all this stuff that we think about and that we have to kind of try and parse and stuff, because it's not like a math equation. You know, you can't just say 2 plus 2 equals 4, and that's why I want to have an orgy with these four people. No, it's more of kind of like a why, it's a more esoteric, which is, we have to think about why. The why, and the why is almost not relevant, because I can, I can lay out the case for G.E.N., a guy can't give you a baby. A guy is annoying. A guy is not sentimental in the way that I like. Uh, there are some advantages, but I mean, dating women is much better. I've dated both. I'm much. It's it's not a question. And yet, I I want the shittier category. I want the shittier category. I don't like that. It's not logical, and it doesn't have to be. But. Their problem is if you want it to be. I want it to be logical. I want my baby. A baby does not come from a cis man. A baby does not come from a lot of men. And part of the fun of where I'm at right now is I don't want to be in a relationship right now. So I can talk about babies from a long-term perspective. I don't have to worry about it because none of my gentlemen, none of my gentlemen, frankly, none of my, I don't, it's a weird, it's a weird spot. I've talked about this with some of my friends. It's a weird spot to be in, to, to have uh, a number of romantic people who are in your life, who you're intimate with, who you share things with, who you know are not going to be around forever. And that's true of a lot of people, like your friends and stuff. They're not going to be around forever. But 
I mean, people do short-term dating. Our heteronormative world that's way too uh, obsessed with monogamy and all sorts of stuff, like, like, you're supposed to, like, you're supposed to have to be defensive about the idea of short-term dating. I mean, the just reality is that my body really likes sex, and I don't want to be in a relationship right now, so short-term dating is really good for me. That's kind of, because I, I don't, I don't like anonymous, like, I have very high standards. The last episode we did was all about standards. You have to be, like, smart, intelligent, successful, all sorts of stuff, or, or, beautiful, passionate, really. Yeah, you have to, you have to be exciting. You have to be interesting. I won't sleep with just anyone. I, I apply very hard standards to guys and girls, all sorts of people. And yet, none of these people I want, I don't want to spend the rest of my life really with any of these people. So you could say, what does it matter? It matters in my head. I have to, I, ha I have to be around passionate people. People who go out and seize the world, who wake up with a smile on their face. That's really kind of, that's more important than success, but success, I mean, those kind of people, those kind of people, the happy ones, I mean, they're the ones who succeed at life. We're not talking about like money or, or career or fame or anything. Success is, success is going to bed at night happy that you exist. And you don't find that. Like, that sounds like Pollyannish or stupid or all of that. But honestly, like, you don't find that all the time when you're dating in your 30s. You find a lot of people who feel like time is running out and, uh, you know, they have to they have to settle for somebody and all of that. Or they're miserable in their career and they're miserable otherwise. To me, if you are happy, that is success. And that's obviously not just, like, the only single bar. But I, I'm not going to share myself with somebody who doesn't is not happy to be alive. And that's what standards mean. Maybe I should have said that in the standards episode. It's important. I mean, it really is. Because a lot of people say you're really not happy, Ian, because you just sleep around with people and you sleep with married people and you do all sorts of things and uh, you talk about wanting a baby and yet you're doing things where you're never going to get that and, oh, you must be unhappy. No, I'm actually pretty happy right now. But uh, I know that this era that I'm in currently right now is uh, going hopefully to end at some point in the not that distant future. Life is short. Uh, if I could be married in two years, I and flip it. If I could say, have fun for the next two years, and your beautiful forever husband with baby is waiting for you in two years. If that if that deal was offered to me, I would take it in two seconds, and I would say, oh my god, I've won life. So this to the, I mean, it really it can be simultaneously true that you want casual encounters right now. And you know that you do not necessarily want that, not tomorrow, but but uh, in, in the future. That that is, uh, that things are not going to be forever. In the cold November rain. Now that was a paraphrase, Guns N' Roses. It's a weird thing to be bisexual, to have your body really prefer one gender, your mind to prefer another. And to know that you really need to align the two. I think about that a lot. Aligning the mind with the body. And really, I mean, you, you, like, the body does can't. I mean, the body can speak in its own way. Like, my skin glows when I'm with guys. It, I really do love being with guys. And it's not that I don't like being with women. I would much rather. I, yeah, it's bizarre. It's not even. It's not just a case of okay. I got out of a four-year relationship with a cis woman. Obviously, I would want some time with the other gender. Because the reality is that my my 
my thought process and my thinking about all sorts of this stuff has not really changed at all. What has changed is that my body entered into the equation with resounding evidence saying, like, look, it, it would be easy for a listener to think that my preference for guys played a role in the end of my relationship. Really, it was a blind side. I mean, that, that, that never once came up in the, the breakup. This has been... This is more of a, you know, Rita Repulsa, Power Rangers. Ah, after 10,000 years, I'm free. Time to conquer men. That's me. I'm Rita Repulsa in this. Uh, but uh, it, it didn't. It, it's not that I don't want to be with women. Uh, other than I don't really. <laughs> yeah, it's just tough. It's tough. And women, honestly, to their credit, have been really good about it. They know. I mean, I'm pretty open. I, I am nothing if not... frankly far too open but also just an open book and i like to make sure that everybody that i'm with knows where i'm at and uh you know because you don't want to make a like t for t when it's like a trans woman and a trans guy is like a really beautiful thing i I am probably like i'm not like i i talk with uh i i talk with there's a couple of trans women that i've been talking to that are really cute i'm really attracted to one thing that you always have to be from my perspective very very aware of is that uh masculinity within intimacy is very affirming with my own gender for my own gender identity like so so basically like if you're you're with a cis woman they they can understand that and basically role play and play the part of a guy that can be extremely that's a just a that's not a that's a really bad dynamic for a lot of a that can that, that's just not good for a lot of other trans women. So you know, it takes it takes it takes a certain type. So I have to be very up for upfront and forward with all of that stuff. So they just know, like, hey, like, I like masculinity. That does not mean I want you to be a man. But you know, the successful women that I'm with, they play the they play the role of the man. That's if that's that's what I like to be with. That's what I like. That that's that's bisexuality. But that is bisexuality. All of this is bisexuality. And it's the t- it's the, it's the toughness of knowing. I do I do have gender preferences. For guys, <laughs> I have a side of the bisexuality spectrum, and God, we always talk about it as if it's a negative thing. It's not. You're allowed to. I hear a lot from uh, bisexual or queer pansexual women who are married to cis men and they'll say like i don't feel seen in the lgbtq community or they'll uh be a bit sensitive about i mean it's called like straight passing they would say like you know people who don't validate their existence as bi people i just want to say like look like here's the thing like there isn't a council of queers who is giving out these cards for you to have uh everybody gets to determine their own bisexuality everybody like no one else no one else gets to tell you. I mean, I, I've said this already. I don't want to go around in circles, but, like, like it's okay to be bisexual and to prefer one gender over the other. That, you, you, don't, you don't have to defend that. You don't have to. I don't. I'm, I actively sleep with multiple genders. I actively do it. It's not, no one is questioning my card and all I can say on the matter is it doesn't, that does not matter. It doesn't matter who you, you, you can be a bisexual, you can have slept with nobody, 
and have one preference over the other, and guess what? You're still buying every road. But what if this? What if that? What if that? What if that? What if that's a good song? Maybe we can make one. Uh, no one else can. No one else can tell you that. It's for you to decide. <laughs> I don't even want. <laughs> I would give somebody my own bisexuality card if I had a card. I would just say, take it. I'll. I'll be straight. <laughs> this is tough. I don't know. I feel like trans people, when it comes to our sexualities, like we're all just kind of often the world like. Like nobody, nobody really cares that I'm bi because I'm trans. That supersedes everything, with, with with in terms of the realm of perception. But and, and kind of the result of that is I speak for trans people far more than I speak for bi people. But I I'm just as qualified. Once we accept that no person can represent a whole community, once we accept all of that, I am just as qualified to talk about bi people as I am about trans. I mean, the great irony here is that I can't really escape either. I'll never not be trans. I've had too much surgery. Like, I, I will always be a transsexual person. I, if I detransitioned, I would still have... It's just I can't. I'll always be trans. I would never detransition. It's a moot point, but I, 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 can, never, I can literally never stop being trans. Most, most trans people, once they start HRT, I mean, that, that's literally true. You can detransition, but you will have the body of a transsexual if you've taken hormones or had... That's literally what a transsexual is. Like, somebody who has like, altered their appearance to match another. Like, that's just the way it goes. Like, it's, there will be no... There, there is no escaping being trans for Ian Thomas Mullen. And there's really no... There's no true escaping bisexuality of some, like... Either I can spend the rest of my life with one gender, and that's still I'm still bi, so I can't really escape either. But I want to escape one of them. I would love to stop being bi. <laughs> I'm like the one. I keep searching for like a great conversion therapy joke, and part of the reason I don't go into that ter- I would love to like make jokes about it, but I mean that's a horrible, horrible subject. <laughs> that's that's dark even for me. And it's like, I've got to be the one straight person who wants conversion therapy to make me gay again. <laughs> I don't really want it. It's horrible. Stick my, stick my white finger in a socket. <laughs> Try and, while I look at a picture of Bjork. <laughs> ay, yay. Oh, it's horrible. Gallows humor. I mean, everybody at this point knows that that is uh, kind of the way that I act about this stuff. I mean, I, I don't want to sort of uh, go around in circles on this subject, but it's just, it's it's weird. I feel like I understand bisexuality better than I used to because intimacy is very validating. And that doesn't, that, it, that doesn't come from the, the gender or the genitals of the person that you're with. But just the idea that, you know, you open yourself up to somebody literally and figuratively. You open up your soul. But you also open up your legs. Uh, it's it's nice. It's really, it's it's nice to connect with a soul and not, not have to worry about gender. And for some people, I mean, it, it, it does, gender does matter. I, I'm not that person. I always, like, think about what does bisexuality mean? I, I, I do think I figured it out. It's about... You know, it's about loving the person or the experience. The mo- Really, it's about loving the moment. You don't have to love a person you sit with. You do, you should, you should love the act in the moment while you're doing it or else, I mean, you're doing something wrong. 
And that matters. That matters. Like, it, it, like if if you're heterosexual, if you're a heterosexual guy and you're hooking up with a dude and you hate it, I mean, that means. I mean, that makes sense. You're you're straight. Um, and I can be with I can be with many genders and and feel really good because I and I understand that. You know, having a preference doesn't mean you don't enjoy the other one. You know, if they say hot dog or hamburger and you pick one, it doesn't mean you don't like the other. It means you're probably smart and you went with the burger. It depends, though. Sometimes a hot dog can be better. <laughs> These experiences have, have not really altered my way of thinking so much as they have uh, given me some confidence that, hey, like, it's, it's, it's okay. I actually feel better at the end of this episode. It's rare. Normally, sometimes I podcast on a subject like this, and I want to just, like, think about it and express it and in some ways get it on the record. So, it, like, if, if I, it, the thoughts before surgery episode of Transgender Story Time w- was helpful, I, I thought it was helpful to give people an, a perspective of how I was feeling right before I was going through that kind of thing. But also, it, it, the, the idea of doing that episode did reflect an understanding that I did... If I want, I, I had to preserve those thoughts at the moment before I went through with all of it. Uh, I needed to, you know, con- I, contemporaneous, uh, nice contemporaneous memo there. So um, this, to some extent, does does do that. But at the end of the day, I, I, I understood bisexuality to some extent at, at age 16. And at age 30, nearly double the age I still have a similar understanding, but uh, more confidence, and I don't know. Picking a side is just stupid. At the end of the day, you're picking a person. And that's not to say that bisexuality, I mean, I mean it can mean a wider sense, a wider net in some senses, but it also is, in my case, like, my forever person is really going to come from a very, very small net that does cross genders, a few genders, like our spectrum includes many uh, genders, and uh, it's 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 just it's weird. It's it's weird to think about that that I have a gender preference. I, I really I, that doesn't that doesn't really have to mean anything. It's all about the person. But uh, for now, I don't know. I'm just trying to have fun with it. I, w- I would like my next long-term relationship to be my last. I hope my last long-term relationship. I'd, I'd hope that it that would be my last. Uh, I just want to go into this and, and, and feel like I'm making the right decision. But, uh, yeah. Like our spectrum is... Uh, it's, 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 it's a weird thing. Uh, I'm going to... I think it's time to wrap up. I think I've said all I need to say about bisexuality, which is certainly not meant that... that it's weird. Like, you have... I feel like I've said all I've had to say, and yet, like... Do I understand bisexuality? Yes. Do I feel confident that I do? God, of course not. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. If you like uh, Israel Illusions, frankly, if you've listened this far, please, please, please give us a rating on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you, if Apple is that one, write a review on your phone, then take your sibling or your parents or your children's phone and leave a review on uh, their device. Although if their children don't subscribe to the podcast, it's for adults. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. (laughs) 